Today, I want to talk about a hashtag that should be a hashtag if it's not. And that is hashtag death to killers now. Now, I don't want anybody jumping to conclusions. I will explain myself, but I think, I think you will agree. I also want to talk about a crisis, and that is the one that is happening at the border. Now, regardless of where you stand with this politically, you're on the left, you're on the right, you're not maybe informed. I'm going to hopefully, hopefully bring some stuff here that you will hopefully make the same judgment I made. And that is ultimately that all politicians are just full of shit, right? But there is a crisis that we cannot ignore. All right. But before you know, we get into all this, let's roll that intro. All right, welcome back to another episode of the JGH Show. Uh, let's get into the first uh, reason, right? The first uh, story, really what got me going this morning. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I, I'm calmed down now, but earlier, man, I wanted to just, just talk about this, right? And that, that comes out of a, a hashtag that I thought about. Again, I don't know, and I haven't even checked it if it's a thing, but is the hashtag death to killers now and and the reason for that as aggressive as that may sound as violent as some people may take it is because of first of all what has transpired over the last oh i don't know a uh, few weeks and ultimately what has happened here in at least here in the united states time and time and again right that's that we have x person right whether it be female or male that ends up going on a killing spree. They either get labeled serial killer and then they're giving some, you know, they're given some glorified uh, nickname or they, they get caught right on their first shooting spree. And then, you know, they, they're essentially either way end up being hosted uh, sometimes for their entire life. Even if they're put on death row free of charge, some might argue semantics. Oh, but they're paying with their life. But you don't know what happens ultimately with their family members. Sometimes, depending on the situation, their own family members end up paying somehow, you know, whether it be through uh, the media or the people harassing their loved ones outside. Listen, you're, 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 you're trying to, at that point, split hairs. I'm talking about people. And I'll give you an example right now. Like the Colorado shooter right we cover this pos right josh we cover the piece of shit yeah. and i'm gonna cut to josh real quick here so we can we can see us both of course josh is here back with me like always um that we covered him among with some other pos's that you know they get caught and then they'll say something like yeah i did it you know i'm not sure if they're saying it with the exact same words i just used but ultimately They'll say something, yeah, you know, it was me. I was there. My intention was to essentially mass murder, right? To commit mass murder. They're taken into courtrooms, and we're going to get into a video here real quickly, where they're hauled into these, you know, in front of a judge, and, you know, they're, they're, they're I don't know, they're scolded in front of the judge. Oh, you did this. You're a piece of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the, the theatrics, right, that, that, that we see often play out in the media. But then my point is that then they'll get shipped away to some, some jail, and then we forget about them, but not not the taxpayer, right? Well, at least not Uncle Sam, 
they don't forget to 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 take away from our checks at least here in the u.s and i'm sure it's very similar to you know with many other governments right and how they deal with prisoners so they haul away these you know pieces of you know out and they get housed they they're fed they're even taken care of when they when they get a disease right now again people can sit there because i i think i mentioned in the previous video there are many advocate advocacy groups say oh you know be more humane i am sorry i said in the last video and i'll say it now i have i have zero empathy for these animals i just don't once 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 one of these poss are are you know brought forth and they are found to be guilty without reasonable doubt I'm done, man. I mean, I don't know you, but I'm I'm done at that point. When someone commits a murder and they don't know, like, hey, there's a lot of like evidence that doesn't line up, you know, it's like uh maybe murder in the first degree or second degree, well, not even first degree, but it would be in the second degree, I think, or third degree, right? Where it's like manslaughter, it's like you didn't intend it. I'm not specifically talking about those situations. I'm talking about like the Richard Ramirez's of the world or the Colorado right. Tudor, right? Where they're like, no, I I did it. Like I confess to it. We don't need to go through the trial and try over, you know, over and over. Like I, it's done. I did it. And I'm happy about it. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Well, it's a big, it's a big one for me. Cause, um, personally, as far as corporal punishment goes, I am, I'm, I'm against it. Uh, I am actually against corporal punishment. I don't believe someone should die. Even if they, even if they have killed it in, in such cold blood as we have seen in the United States, but it's funny though, because a lot of these mass murderers, and well, at least these famous mass murderers, they're all from the US, right? You have your Ed Kempers, you have your, I can't remember his name, Berkowitz, you have your Charles Mansons, who technically didn't murder anybody. But I think this is a big, I, it, I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's, it's kind of like a vicious circle. I mean, could this be a theory now that? Um, the these people, because they've been living in a society where, where the death penalty is legal, they kind of devalue human life from a younger age or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's something that might have uh, pushed these people. Right. Well, here, okay. So let's 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 watch this clip real quick. I get where you're coming from, right? And and by the way. I will also, I guess, add that, like with Josh, I respect anybody's belief, you know, that that a uh, death penalty shouldn't exist. That's fine, you know, to each their own, right? I'm not those those uh kind of you know uh, either you know podcasters or hosts that forces only my belief, and you have to believe what I believe, or we can't be friends. I I'll, I'll, I think I will never stop saying it, no matter how many episodes we do. We, we can agree to disagree, and that is actually one of the beauties of, of just coexisting, you know? We don't have to agree, but I will make my case like I'm going to try to do now. So let's go real quick to, to this, to this um, fine gentleman here. And this is the, the POS shooter of Colorado, right? Um, he's going to be essentially dragged into court, and I'm going to mute the video real quick here. But he's being dragged into court. I don't know why he's in a wheelchair. I don't know if he got his ass beaten, but I will say that essentially right now they're fearing for his life, right? Like the court, like, you know, they're essentially are saying that they're very scared. And I'm going to, I'm going to unmute it here. Cause I know that says a, a few things that I guess uh, I want to remark on. 
Aliwi Alyssa, who is being held without bail, was transferred Friday to another prison outside of Boulder County. Alyssa, who is facing 10 counts of murder and one count of attempted murder, will likely face additional attempted murder charges, according to Boulder County District Attorney Michael Dougherty. Law enforcement across several agencies have been working around the clock, still searching for a motive behind the shooting rampage, says Boulder Police Chief Maris Herald. Like the rest of the community, we too want to know why. Why that King Supers? Why Boulder? Why Monday? And unfortunately, at this time, we still don't have those answers. Officials say the semi-automatic weapon used in the attack was legally purchased six days before. Alyssa purchased the Ruger AR-556 pistol, a weapon that resembles a semi-automatic rifle after passing a background check. The owner of Eagle's Nest Armory, where the firearm was purchased, said he was shocked by the shooting, telling Reuters, quote, ensuring every sale that occurs at our shop is lawful has always been and will always remain the highest priority for our business. Officials revealed that Alyssa also had another firearm in his possession at the time of the shooting that he did not use. Asked whether authorities suspected any link to international terrorism, the DA said investigators were looking into all aspects of Alyssa's background. Alyssa made his first court appearance on Thursday where his defense team asked the court for a full mental health examination. The Colorado shooting was the second mass shooting in the U.S. in less than a week, once again stirring up the fierce debate over gun control. So, okay, a lot to unpack there, right? You have the discussion of mental health. You have the discussion of, of are, do we have enough gun loss, right? You have the discussion of, uh, as, our, as our, the police chief said, why, why that King's Market? You know, what's the motive? You know, you have all these different discussions, including uh, the discussion of, is this a terrorist attack? So personally speaking, I don't think this is a terrorist attack. I understand that this individual is is linked to Syria. I'm not sure if he, he was born there and he got here, but I remember there was some discussion. And then there's obviously the, the recent attacks by the U.S., right, um, in that part of the region that they're trying to link. I personally don't think is that. I don't think it's because you heard that in the news. Can I say that that may be a reason in combination with mental health? Possibly. Okay? Possibly. But I don't know about you, Josh. But when someone decides to go as far as to arm themselves, plan out, and then execute a plan where they're going to take life from someone else, right? Not just contemplate it. Not just like, oh, mm-hmm. discovered, like you hear these stories like, oh, somebody was discovered. And then luckily law enforcement stepped in and, and stopped, you know, the, 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 the shooting or whatever. No, I'm saying like they executed on their plan and people lost their life, right? Or their life was taken away, really. I, I have, I, it's hard for me to find empathy, right? And say, yeah, I guess we should just throw them in jail, lock away the key, you know, but we're still going to pay for everything for them, including meals, healthcare, and all this other stuff, right? You know, because it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know if anybody understands this. It's not free to run a prison, especially not in the US. Maybe in some parts of the world where it's like prisoners are ran to prison basically and they're just in some hole. This is not like the, the dark night, right? Where they sit, they throw prisoners in like a hole and like there's no guards, they just throw them down there. No, 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 no. 
again, I, I said it before. I've spoken to people that have been in prison here in the U.S. and also know of prison life in outside of the U.S. And they say, dude, regardless of the, the crazy crap that you hear, it's it's like night and day, right? When you compare prison U.S., non-U.S. So this guy is going to go, it's going to be taken where? To use prison to eat up what? Taxpayer dollars. And he's just one of the people. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from with that. I mean, this, this, there's always the argument that it's going to cost to keep anybody alive, right? I mean, that, that's just a fact of life, right? It costs to keep people alive. However, I still think that there's something important that we can learn from him because how, how can we try and stop this type of attack happening again? While asking the person who did it, there's no other, there doesn't seem to be anyone else who's connected with him to motivate him to do these crimes. And sure, it's like, why am I trying to interview a crazy person? Or in inverted commas, we'll see, we'll see after the, uh, right. uh, after what they say. But, um, but I think that there's still something that we can learn from him, from actually studying him, seeing why, like trying to understand crazy. You know what I mean? I, it isn't. I'm not saying that we can't learn something from this. I don't think mm -hmm. he needs to be alive while we learn from it. <laughs> Just, I guess, sure. I mean, I guess if you want to give them to like scientists or psychologists rather for them to study them, mm -hmm. I, I sure, I suppose, and make them lab rats, I guess. But yeah. here, here's to go along with what we're talking about. Check this guy out, right? Uh, confirmed convicted serial killer, right? Uh, Joseph Edward Duncan. I had never heard of, of this guy, right? Uh, the article came out today, the 29. So in the article by CNN, it says serial killer Joseph Edward Duncan III, who was facing execution after being convicted for the 2005 kidnapping and killing of Dylan uh, Groeny, a nine-year-old, Idaho boy died Sunday morning, according to a news release from the United States Attorney's Office uh, for the District of Idaho. Duncan, 58, had been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer before his death. In May 2005, Duncan murdered Brenda uh, Groeny, the boy's mother, uh, Slade Groeny, the boy's teenager brother, and Mark McKenzie, the, boy, uh, the mother's boyfriend at their home just outside, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, Idaho, before kidnapping the boy and his eight-year-old sister, right? Duncan tortured both children and killed the boy. The boy's sister, uh, Shasta Gurney, was spotted several weeks later in a restaurant, um, and Duncan was arrested, uh, the release said. Now, it goes on to detail more of, of like, the, the trial and, you know, everything that, you know, like, everything that happened, everything that transpired in this whole thing. Right. But what blows my mind, right, is that this the same man here um, had been had been killing other children. So you can say, well, you know, maybe that's a one. I mean, even though even when it was horrific, what I just read, many people. And again, I repeat, advocacy groups will say, oh, you know, circumstance, you know, this guy might have been wrapped up with the mother and some love triangle passion. I didn't even call him passion murders or something. Right. When you kill out of passion. No, no, no. This guy, the same Duncan guy, 
in the article it says also admitted to killing other children. Right? As an example, uh, a boy from Riverside County back in 1997. So he had a long history of doing this stuff like this. Um, it, you know, here's the original article, by the way, where it says, you know, they're, they're, they're the same Duncan guy. Look at that guy. That's the face of a POS killer. And this is a guy that we captured as you read, you know, as I just read for you guys convicted and everything. And then he got to die probably under some kind of medical health care, right? Some hospital prison bed being fed two to three meals a day, you know, laying there, maybe even watching TV. And he took away the life of children, not to mention adults, right? Since when, since according to the article, again, we go back to it, 2005, Right. Even if you say, well, maybe he was captured a year or two later, the whole trial takes years. Fine. Let's fast forward from 2005. Even if you're going to argue again, split hairs, 2008, we're in 2021. Right. More than 10 years on, on the taxpayers dollars, he was allowed to breathe, live. Even if you were, were to plead his case and say insanity, uh, don't worry. Prisoners took care of them. You know, however, prison, they say prisoners take care of other child murders and rape. Okay, fine. I was just telling Josh before we started um, filming. I have also heard of stories of the whole like prisoners take care of prisoners in that way. I don't want to get too graphic, but you know what I mean, right? They say right. that many of those prisoners actually kind of enjoy that because they found out, you know, they find out that several of these individuals are so messed up in their mind that they are like pain. What are you talking about? What are you trying to do? Like beat me up, hit me, you know, R four letter word me. That's, that's the, you know, I, I like that, you know, for a lot of those prisoners. Right. So they're like, go ahead, do all that to me. You're really giving me a good time. So when, you know, we hear all these, like, we almost like they sound like, almost like wise tales, like, Oh, you know, oh, you don't don't touch children, dude, because when you get into prison, they're going to touch you. They want a lot of these individuals are so twisted that they want that. So we're threatening with a good time almost. In addition to that, uh, I, I also and Josh stuff that came came out of like Richard Ramirez's mouth. Right. The the the, the infamous serial killer. Right. He he, fe he felt like the, the, the he wasn't locked up with prisoners. The prisoners were locked up with him. Right. Which is a lot of, again, the twisted, sadistic minds, right, that we end up sometimes luckily capturing and putting away, but putting away on our dime. So once they are convicted, once they are confirmed murderers and serial killers like the Colorado man. Why are we letting them breathe? I understand your point, Josh, you're saying, hey, well, let's uh, <clears throat> study them or whatever. And even that, I'm like, mm, how much can you really study a POS? Let's really put that money that we would put to them back into maybe fixing the, the system, like you said, because I will agree with you there, that made these individuals, right? Possibly. Some of them, I understand, were born with a mental illness that drove them to this. But a lot of them, I agree with you. This, the, our, our, our system here in the United States, in our society, has created monsters, Right. So my, my point here is instead of giving them all this money, right, thousands of dollars over over the course of whatever time it takes for them to die in prison, let's put that money back into the system to fix the streets, fix the system that created these monsters. Right. Um, 
again, I just, you know, the whole death penalty is a joke, right? Well, I, I don't, I'm not going to say like you, I disagree with the death penalty. I, I very much believe in it. But I agree with you that like, I think it's, it, a lot of people feel like you feel because, oh, you're put on death row. Oh, you have two life sentences. It's like, what the hell does that even mean? It's like, what? People have plans on living two life sentences? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what? <laughs> you know. I don't know. I mean, the, I guess the last thing I can say about it, oh, no, I've got it. What was the last thing I was going to say about Damn it. Sorry. It's in my no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I, I know I, I talked it out of you, but um, uh, I, I'll come back to you. But I just that's that, that's my point, man. You know, when I saw these two articles, I saw the Duncan guy that, you know, thank God died already. And then I saw yeah. in that same article, I think I, I, I skipped over it. But uh, it said that one of the mothers of the victims that still, you know, was alive was all she can feel is like, well, thank God this guy's already dead. And that, if anything, this is what kind of drives my whole point. It's like a lot of these victims, and I luckily have never had a serial killer kill someone in my family. Uh, never come across, I've never, again, knock on wood, you know, have never come and I never want to come across one of these mass murders and do something directly to me. But that's my, also my second point, I guess, or my third point at this point, I lost track, that I don't need it to happen to me for me to care. That's a problem also with the world, right, is that, we critique people that don't give a crap like the rich because they're not living in poverty. They're not living in the slums. So it's like, dude, care. You know, you don't need to be in the slums to care. I, it, same sentiment. I don't need this to happen to me to care, right? A, about a mother, like in this case with the article, it says like now she feels like she has a bit more, rat, you know, more peace knowing that the, the animal that, that took away her son, it, it's basically, you know, was finally, finally dead, you know? And it's like, I feel for that. You know, I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a husband. I'm a brother. I'm a son. And I don't need for any of my family members to go through anything traumatic like this for me to be like, you know what? Now I'm going to join one of these groups and care about, you know, m murders, killing family members. No. You know, I feel the pain. I feel the anger. It's like they do something like this. Get them out. I, again, that's just the way I look at it. You know, hashtag death to killers now. You don't need to agree, Josh. I understand. That's so cool. We're still friends. Fair enough. I mean, I guess the thing is that Duncan guy, I think in that particular situation, he'd already been given the death sentence thing as he had brain like uh, brain cancer, right? Yeah, no, well, he was given the death sentence long before. I don't know if he was diagnosed or, or he found, you know, whatever. However, he found out he had he had brain cancer. Um, right. but he already had been in prison for for again over ten years, just sitting right. there, you know? And and I don't know. It's like 10 years for what? Like, it's like, you know, again, I make joke of it, but it's like a judge sits there and it's like, order, order, sir, you will be sentenced to 200 years in prison. It's something outrageous all the time. 120 years. It's like, why? What? Why? What a joke is that? You no. know? That, that never makes sense. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, well, okay, it's all right. I, you know, we all die naturally at 200 years old. So, yeah, okay, by the time, you know, I, I do my 120 years, that's all right. I'll still have a solid 30 years to live. It <laughs> it blows my mind, dude. But again, that's why I think that's why we we are one of the biggest mockeries in the world when it comes to the, the highest, I think it was like the highest um, incarcerations per capita. Uh, like, you know, here they say like, oh, you know, you, you know, a black person can't walk in the street because they're incarcerated automatically. There's all these 
crazy allegations that come out of the U.S., all right, or from the world regarding the U.S., because it's an effing joke. It's a joke. Yeah. You know, like somebody does weed like in the 90s or in the 80s um, or sold weed, you know, a few grams or whatever, and it's like, oh, 20 years in prison. And it's like fast forward 10 years or whatever, and it's like, oh, that weed, weed is legal essentially everywhere now. You know, we covered it. And Oregon, Oregon's like throwing mushrooms, throwing acid. <laughs> Anything you can stick in your body, just thumbs up or again, you know, and then there's some people in prison right now saying, are you kidding me? Like I was carrying like a little pocket of, are you serious? And I'm still in here. That's why we're a joke in that aspect, you know, when it comes to the prison system. So my, that's my point. Like we're going to be like, oh, death row, death row, death row, death row. People are like, dude, you're handing it out like chocolate. It means nothing. Like people are like, okay, oh, death row. Okay. So I'm in jail forever. Okay, fine. I'm going to probably just die in here. In the meantime, you know, we even give prisoners here like the last meal. Like it's like last supper because we're so religious here in the U.S. We're so hypocrites. It's like, what would you like to eat? T-bone with mashed potatoes and and some homemade pie. Got it. You you got it, John Wayne Gacy, who, who didn't kill children. You got it. Bring this guy T-bone. It just makes no sense, dude. We're full of shit. Like, who do, who are we kidding? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that stuff definitely that you just said is like, uh, yeah, that, it, that's the whole that's the whole thing with, with the United States. It seems to be a big parad or a big paradox the whole time. It's like this, but also this at the same time, which yeah. is two completely opposite things. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. But. I, Alas, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. If you if you if your point comes back to mind later, it's fine. We'll interject it. But let's jump into the next yeah. story because the next story is also uh, a juicy one that is full of like LOLs. You know, like it's just like always a big joke. So we have to start off this segment uh, an article, a few articles actually. But the first one will be out of the Washington Post. Here, for those of you guys listening on the podcast. The article reads a headline, family groups crossing border is soaring numbers point to next phase of crisis, right? And it is very true. Uh, we covered it here numerous times, including that one episode that I didn't record that we always go back and, uh, and uh, reference. We have seen it with our own eyes. Uh, those of you guys that have lived or, or live in any border town probably see it too those of you guys that cross regularly between mexico and the u.s regardless of where what border town you live in probably have witnessed it it was back in san diego and or san diego tijuana where i was before and it's surely true and holds the same truth here in el paso juarez so in this article uh, from the washington post there is some critique came out yesterday the article reads in part the Biden administration's attention along the Mexico border has been consumed for the past several weeks by the record number of migrants, teenagers, and children crossing into the United States without their parents at the rate that far exceeds the government's ability to care for them. So that's like literally the biggest highlight. Anybody can go and find these, these articles, right? And, and read the whole you know thing for yourselves. I don't have that much time, but uh, th that's like the biggest thing that jumps out at you which is record numbers that we don't have the ability, right, to care for. More importantly, the, those record numbers are composed from children, right? 
and and teenagers, which are still considered children, right? Even if they're in the teenage bracket, they're still they're still minors. Okay, um, we have a, a little bit more, which reads: DHS expects approximately five hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand migrants to arrive as part of the family group during the twenty twenty one fiscal year that ends in September. So by September, these are the numbers that they're expecting at the rate, right? That they are seeing right now. Now you can say, whoa, JTS, because this is a right-leaning website. Dude, the Washington Post, owned by one of the biggest lefties, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Or I should say Jeff Bezos, you know, you know, which is owned of the Amazon. Now, this is not Breitbart. No, this is not the Daily Wire, which we also we also cover here. Because unlike other YouTubers and other media platforms, the JTH show is composed of two individuals with their own mindsets, with their own ways of looking at it, not two people that are trying to pull you to the left or pull you to the right. No, very much in the middle, right? You hear Josh's points, my points. This is why Josh is like the perfect coast because he sees it one way, I see it another, and you have to. You guys have to make up your brain and not let it be manipulated only by the Washington Post or only by the Daily Wire, right? Um, so anyways, now we got to this article. Let's move on to the next one real quick. And that comes out of the border report, okay? That article reads, and it's also fresh, right? Out, out, uh, out, out re or freshly released. Expelled from the U.S. at night. Migrant families weigh next steps. Now here I'm going to read some of the stuff that I found, again, very important and it jumps out at you ready so this happened this there's they're they're uh, citing reynosa which is where people are being sent back to or one of the places in one of mexico's most notorious cities for organized crime migrants are expelled from the united states throughout the night exhausted from the journey disillusioned about not getting a chance to seek asylum and at crossroads where of where to go next maricela ramirez who was returned to Reynosa about 4 a.m. Thursday, brought her 14-year-old son and left five other children, one only eight months old, in Guatemala because she couldn't afford to pay the smugglers more money. Listen, listen real carefully. Now, facing another uh, agonizing choice, she leaned towards sending her son across the borderline to settle with a sister in Missouri, aware that the United States is allowing unaccompanied children to pursue asylum. Anybody that doesn't find this incredibly, I mean, alarming, I'm sorry. Not to mention the picture that we're seeing right now on screen, guys. For those of you guys seeing on the podcast, we have a child, you know, children, just sleeping on the floor like you would probably see and almost feel like now is customary to see uh, adults here in the U.S. sleeping on the floor, you know, bums, right? But these are children, man. I understand people be like, dude, I've been to Mexico and you see Las Marias with their kids. It shouldn't be normalized, man. This shit is insane, right? When Las, quote, Marias are sleeping on the floor with their kids asking for money, it is entirely different. Right. Because they were there because, you know, maybe maybe they, I don't know, man, I'm not going to get into it. These children in this case are here because they are seeking something that a president 
very irresponsibly worded. Now they can backpedal and the, 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 not the, the Trump lovers, <laughs> stupid, the Biden lovers, excuse me, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm talking usage, blaming Trump for everything, which is like, that's right. I'm sorry. I mean, Biden, right? I mean, come on. They're just uh, two peas in a pun at this point. You know, that's my opinion. You know, Biden, right? The Biden lovers will be like, no, it's because you guys took his worth out of context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, the, the, the Trump lovers used to say the same shit. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. The point of the matter is that we have children, right? As you've, I've, I've, as I've read to you guys right now, in both of these articles, migrants saying, yeah, I'll send my kid over because their belief is that Biden will let the kids come in. Maybe not the family, maybe not the mother with the kid, but screw, send, them, send the kids in. We can also split hairs here, like we did with the first story, and say, well, that's on them. What, you know, horrible mothers, horrible fathers. I've said this before. We don't know what they're fleeing, man. You know, we don't know for a mother to do that, to say, I'd rather send my kid alone into the arms of who knows what than to send them back to where we came from. What does that tell you? Right? I mean, Josh, you tell me, man. Am I just something? Well, I, mean, I think Biden's completely, well, like I've said it before and I'll say it again, Biden's completely shot himself in the foot with this and, uh, in an attempt to try and be like some kind of humanitarian populist, he's just kind of fallen on his face. And now people are really suffering for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely, man. And, and I'm glad, you know, listen, you're having two guys here who, who have difference of opinion all the time. And we can even agree that it, he really effed it up, man, by, by going out there and saying what he did. We're going to let, you know, three to 500 or whatever number was in per day. And, you know, I'm, we're not the, the, the previous administration. We're better. You need to be, you need to be more careful, man. Right. Um, furthermore, I'd rather him come out a bit more harsh, if you may, and say it's not going to happen. You're not going to come in. Yes, you can say, well, that sounds like Trump. Listen, listen. Right. But at least people are not going through, you know, to these lengths of saying the savior is here. It shouldn't be viewed that way, right? And it is. So, okay, one another point that we talked about before that I said, and listen, this article came out, I believe, today, and I called it. Go back to watch the videos. I said, we need to do something about it now before people take it into their own hands. Check out this article. Report, soldiers allegedly hold Central American migrants at gunpoint, beat them, and say, you can't cross into the U.S. Army commander says men, quote, not his soldiers, but the rifle seen on video is the type made for Mexican armed forces. Right now, I want people to understand this, whether it be people, uh, you know, making themselves out to be heroes, making themselves out to be border watchers, making themselves out to be, uh, you know, unofficial immigration or whatever. It doesn't matter. On either side of the border, you do not want these people thinking they have to do these kind of things because they feel like the government is not doing their job. Because while a official, right, person that works for the government, again, either in Mexico or, or the U.S., have like these like, man, if I shoot this guy, even if they are racist, even if they are whatever you want to mark them as, they still think, you know, they probably are thinking like, man, if I let my gun go off, 
I'm going to lose my job. I can go to prison. So they have those, you know, reservations. And for that reason, they're like, mm, I won't do it. I might, I might ruffle you up. I'm not saying border patrols never ruffle people up. I'm sure they do, but they know they can only go so, you know, so far. Somebody that's, you know, unofficial, you know, so, some kind of a, what do you call them when they want to be a, um, uh, God, like, you know, like these wannabe, uh, heroes. What do what do you call What's that word? The what again? Vigilantes. Thank you. Vigilantes. What, what's holding them back? If anything, they're like, Hey, they think I'm CBP. They think I'm Mexican immigration. Poof. Run. Right. I called it. And this is going to continue happening, right? You have all these people that probably do have some hitting agenda. You want to say, well, yeah, they just said Mexico. It's probably the cartels. Dude, we have people here in the U.S. that does the same crap. These, these, these border, I don't know what they call them. I think they call them like the desert angels. I don't even know what they call them. But there's these uh, groups of these militia groups, right? Yes, yes, yes. Throw your race card out. Yeah, normally white men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm not arguing whether they're white, Mexican. It doesn't matter. These militia groups that they're thinking they're CBP. There's videos, by the way. You can go Google this free, my friend. Go and look it up. They will supposedly help CBP. And the, the worst part is, is that the CBP is not even doing anything about it. They're in, almost encouraging it because they are overworked. See what I'm saying? It's dangerous, yeah. man. It's, it's, it's incredibly effing dangerous, right? So very quickly, I'll touch on it on the article to give you guys a little bit more. So this article that we just read the headline happened in El Paso, Texas, right? Men dressed like soldiers held a group of Central American migrants at gunpoint near Mount Cristo Rey before turning them over to Mexican immigration authorities, a newspaper reported. Uh, you guys can go and, and read the rest of the article, but it just goes on to describe how these men looked and acted like they were authority when in fact they were not. And of course, a lot of these migrants, well, for one, they don't want to get shot. Two, they don't really know how to recognize. They know they don't have any rights. So you can't also sit there because I saw a similar article on TikTok and countless arguments of, 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 you know, freaking entitled Americans. Well, you know, they can totally ask them uh, to show their badge. <laughs> what are you talking about? You think someone from Central America is going to sit there and be like, excuse me, can I see your badge? And I want your name and I'm going to talk to your supervisor. What are you talking about entitled American? Right? Those are the idiots you see all the time on cop videos. You know, I don't answer questions. I don't answer questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that works for your local police. You have your little iPhone and you're filming. These are Central Americans. They're they're carrying a water bottle at best and maybe like leftover food from two days ago. They're gonna sit there and be like, I want your supervisor's number. Bring me a sheriff right now. What? Yeah, that iPhone doesn't have Google Translate, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, people use your brains, man. You know, so, and, and, and again, the worst part is that some of these militia groups, they know that. It's like, what are they gonna mm -hmm. do, right? And here, I'm gonna call it right now, and I, knocking on wood, hope it doesn't happen. I hope we don't end up getting a story where it says that some of these Central Americans get wind of what's happening with these so-called unauthorized um, border control uh, people, militia groups that I'm calling them. And they don't say, you know what? Let's pick up a couple guns. So if they try to stop us, 
we'll have a little old fashioned, you know, Western shootout. And then what? And then we're going to do something. God forbid a stray bullet lands in the wrong house. Because if you don't know this, they're not just crossing through the desert. They're crossing sometimes through people's backyards. I, here in El Paso, I've learned that a lot of houses are literally like back to back with the border. Like their house is the border. You don't want mm. people to have these, you know, shootouts because they're like, hey, you know what? Um, we just read the article or the article was read to us. We have to be more vigilant. Listen, you know what? Let's not even confirm that they're actual border patrol just shoot back at them because we're hearing that they're uh, they're unofficial. Again, just it can, the, the picture can get effing wild from there. Stray bullets, shootouts, dead bodies. Why do we want any of that? Why? Biden needs to come out, you know, put his big boy pants on and and very harshly clean the record. Screw the lefties. Screw the righties. I don't care what group he's afraid of. I don't care. Come out very publicly. Look at the freaking camera and say, I'm sorry. I'm reenacting some of the policies that may have made us look racist. Nobody's coming in. I'm shutting down the border to at least demotivate some of these people. Maybe not all, but enough of these people so that the message can get back home to Guatemala, to Honduras and say, dude, Biden's this, Biden, who cares if they call you a traitor? Who cares if they call you Trump or who cares? But they'll stop coming in the waves that they are coming in right now. At least that's one thing that you can do at least as a very mild, mild, right? Instead of coming out and saying, well, you know, uh, and I'm, if you, if you guys listening on the podcast, I'm trying to mimic him because not too long ago, a couple of days ago, he had, a, he had a press conference where you can tell the guy just lost his train of thought. Um, like to be able to, anyway, I've, we're going to get a lot done. And, and I know it happens. Happens to me. Happens to Josh. But I'm not the president. <laughs> we're not the president, okay? We don't have multi-million dollar staffers and equipment around me, but whatever. And he literally just like, anyways, and he just moved on to the next point. It's like, you were, you were saying something. You were addressing the nation. No, no. Okay, never mind. Um, whatever, man. He, he, I'm sorry. He needs to do it because otherwise they will just keep coming. And again, don't want to sound like a broken record, but I would hate to hear us covering another story that ends much tragically than this, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you know what? I, I think that would be the smartest thing for him to do. It would be amazing if that did happen. I think what's more likely is going to happen, he's going to come out, make an address and say, we've tripled border control or something like that. Or we've invested even more in manpower, personal to protect the border. That's what he's going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, you're right. I would not be surprised. You are probably 100% right, man. And, you know, it's scary, man. It's scary because, you know, he's, you know, they used to say Trump is being rammed by the by the extremists and the right wing, blah, blah, blah. And to a certain extent, I actually believe that. Well, this mm -hmm. guy is no different if he's being ran, or at least he's afraid of the lefty cancel culture groups, right? It's like, I want to be reelected, which, by the way, here's something that's going to piss me off. He's already, again, same shit Trump was being bashed for. Oh, Trump is just worried about his reelection. Just so everybody can shut up. Biden already came out and said, I'm going to run again, which Josh and I were making, you know, the math of the day. And we're like, 
102. Got it. Cool. No, great job, man. <laughs> yeah. You are optimistic, my friend. You. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's like, all right, whatever, man, you know. But yeah, sure. He's different, different than Trump. Anyways, let's go to the next article. We're almost done, guys. That is coming out of the Daily Wire. All right. Yes, it's Daily Wire, ran by Ben Shapiro, right wing, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, for those of you guys just tuning in or skip through, skipping through our videos, we cover all outlets here. Washington Post, Daily Wire, TYT, everyone. The Daily Wire, Cruz to Biden, let the media into CBP facilities so America can see your administration's failures. Right now. The article goes on to describe, you know, what Biden hasn't, you know, hasn't done. But really the important thing, because I want to wrap, wrap up the show, is to show the hypocrisy that exists within within our government, which I know a lot of people already understand that and know that. But from those of you guys that are blind to either side, understand that these bureaucrats are full of S. They, they lie through their teeth and will ignore and ignore. All right. When we had Trump in office. Who remembers a little bit of this AOC going out? I'm sorry. I, I will call out anybody. I don't care if it's Bernie Sanders, AOC. Uh, I don't care if it's uh, this, what, what was this? The, the other guy, um, Ted Cruz. I don't care who it is, Republican or Democrat. I'm going to call you out. So this video from AOC, beloved AOC too many. She was out, you know, when the uh, border happened, the whole border crisis really started. Right. Which, to be fair, I know it didn't start with Biden. It's gotten more aggressive with Biden, but it did start in Trump's administration. So when we had a whole bunch of caravans coming over to the U.S., we had a lot of people already in the cages that Obama built. I won't let anybody forget that either. We had AOC. Oh, my God, these cages. So let's see a little bit about that clip. Today was unconscionable. No child should ever be separated from their parent. No child should ever be taken from their family. No woman should ever be locked up in a pen when they have done no harm to another human being. They should be given water. They should be given basic access to human rights. And it is a false notion. The idea that we have to choose between people is a false notion. No child ever has to suffer for the benefit of another. And I will never accept that argument. Okay. So I, I am not against anything she just said, except I want that same energy right now. Because these kids in cages that she was talking about didn't end when the bad orange man left White House. Right? It's still happening. Report after report, different outlets from all the way from the, the Daily Wire on the right to the Washington Post on the left are all confirming the kids in cages is still very much happening. I don't see AOC out there again. Right? Now... For those of you guys who are like, well, you know, what, what you're about to get into, AOC was talking from the outside of the facilities. You would be so wrong. We're going to jump in that video because we don't have a whole bunch of time to watch the whole thing. But we're going to watch, watch, jump to the part where AOC herself spoke and filmed inside of the facilities. All right. 
So for those of you guys just listening to the podcast, the video has a, a quote on here or a little um, um, lower third that says, Rep Castro took videos from inside the facilities with a smuggled device, later posting them to Twitter. Yes. So in the video, she's going around asking, you know, she's filming these ladies on the floor with the, what appears to be like blue sleeping bags, maybe. And she's asking in Spanish if anybody needs medical help or medical care, right? And the ladies are essentially just telling them how things have been. Now they're shooting a piece of paper. Well, I don't know, if has, it looks like there's names on there. So she was in there, right? Filming all up in there. Now we have from the same facilities, the op opposition, in this case, it would be Ted Cruz going in and trying to do the same thing. And this is what he got. Please give dignity to the people. Please give dignity to the people. So you work for the commissioner, your senior advisor. You were hired two weeks ago and you're instructed to ask us to not have any pictures taken here. Please respect the people. Because the, the political rules. leadership at DHS does not want the American people to know it. Please respect the rules, You keep sir. standing in, in front of the pictures. So Please you don't want the, the pictures rules. taken. The rules are arbitrary Please and they're designed the to keep the American the people, people in the dark. dignity and respect. That's all we ask. Well, dignity no, and not. respect. You're asking, is this Please. dignity and respect? Look Please at these people. There, there's a pandemic. To the people. Let, let me ask you. you. There, there's a I pandemic. I respectfully ask you, sir. There is a pandemic. Is this respecting the rights of these kids? Are you respecting the rights of these kids? Sir. Please don't treat the people. You're right, and this is a dangerous place. Please don't treat the and people. And your policies like this. That's all unfortunately I you, are sir. trying to hide them. I understand That's you were instructed when 18 I senators came to down here. Please respect the people. Give so there's a lot more of that. I right? just them talking over each other. He wants to get his little, you know, film to show the world, blah, blah, blah. The same crap as AOC. Right? Smuggled. Get the hell out of here. You know, I. I, I it's ridiculous, man. She didn't smuggle anything. Is it at the time she was allowed to, right? Because it was all about let's hit Trump. Let's hit him. Let's see, let's show the world what nasty, ugly, orange man did. And now it's like, oh, it's Biden. Oh, now there's somebody in your face. Oh, really? You don't know that these senators and, and, and whatever they are, governors, they, you know that they have cell phones? Like she smuggled it in, right? Somehow she's she elaborate. Come on, man. It's just it's a bunch of BS. It's like one side. Let's show how ugly Orange Matt was. Fine. Done. Fast forward two years. We're about two years at this point. No, no, no. Dignity for the people. What dignity? Anybody has seen countless videos, countless videos of, of showing children on the floor with these foil like blankets. Right. Como dice el mexicano, cuando les conviene. For my American speakers or English speakers only, excuse me. Excuse me, not American speakers. I'm going to get killed for that one. For my English speakers. <laughs> for my English speakers. Um, when it's convenient. Right? It's ridiculous, man. It, all this is just completely disgusting. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i only the only one who's seen the irony in her saying, please respect the people. You know what I mean? It's like she's standing right in front of us. It. Like you can do something about this, but you just choose not to because you respect people too much. What a load of absolute crap! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't wouldn't there be more respect to show how maybe uh, 
we could do more for them. Hey, look at how, how they're living. Right. I mean, think about it, Josh, if you were there, right. And you know, like they're, they're, you know, they're being piled up on top of each other. Countless reports that they're over like 1500%, 1500%. Go look it up. Google is free. Right. So that would be like, they can have just a few hundred people and they're in the thousands. So people are, you know, sleeping elbow to elbow with each other, children, everybody, adults, wouldn't you want as an employee working there to show that, to say, Hey, we need to have more eyeballs on this. Where, where are all the celebrities that were out rallying when the orange man, orange, bad man, or bad orange man, whatever was, was elected and all the celebrities and all the, everyone out here rallying Madonna, like we got to get him out. Now my president, he's going to be evil. Where are they? Where, where, where is all the hypocrisy? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, the most disgusting part about it is that, is that both political parties, be they Republicans or Democrats, they're both using this in their favor, which is absolutely freaking disgusting. Instead of, in, instead of trying to fix the problem, they're using it like, look what they're doing. This is horrible. Okay, let's go over now. Yeah. Dude, I'm so <laughs> tired of both parties, man. Like right. I've said that countless times already, you know? I'm so tired of this two party BS system in the U S man that, you know, I know that we're not the only ones. I know that other, other countries, you know, including Mexico struggle with these BS parties, but it's us, the people in any country, we need to wake up to this shit, right? Because we need to see that we need to see the double standard, you know, in this case, I'm inclined to agree in this case with Ted Cruz and the Republicans and saying, Hey, AOC was able to do it. Videos were released. Why can't we release him now? Is it because it's going to hurt Joe Biden in this case? And in every case, I'm inclined to agree with Ted Cruz. We need to cut the BS double standard, right? Biden needs to be called out for the kissing cages. Call his ass out. You know, if Trump was, was going to be called out for it, good. I was 1000% with it. So do it to Biden as well. Cause it's not like Biden came in and said, boom, fixed. We did this. We did this. We did this. No, he already announced he's going to rerun. He already announced all his other BS stuff, right? He wanted to look real good. Cause you see it all over social media. Oh, you know, we're going to get another, another round of stimulus check. Trump was bashed because he wanted to put his name on the check. Yeah. I thought it was stupid too. Right. But this guy, the, that's like his number one thing. It's like, when I'm in office, because that's what he wants you to remember, that he gave you money, you know? And say, like, hey, but the kids in cages, his, his famous, his, at this point, his famous quote, come on, man. Come on, man. He loves saying that shit to brush you off. With Trump, it was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. With Obama, with, uh, with Obama is like, well, you know, you know, every president has one. And this guy is, Come on, man. Dude, you come on, dude. Get your shit together, dude. Just saying. Anyways, that's it. Those are the two stories. You ever think about your other point you wanted to make about the other story? No, no, no I think I already said it. No, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right, Josh, I think we can leave it there. What do you think? Yeah, I think that that's good enough for now. Fair enough. Guys, thank you very much for watching. Watching, excuse me, not and watching. We appreciate you watching as well, but we also appreciate you watching.
and uh, yeah, hope you guys get to comment, like. You know what's gonna really help is uh, if you guys hit that join button. We're we're literally trying to to grow this show out of nothing. It's being sponsored by uh, Summer Horizon Solutions this whole time, but you know that that well may be drying up. So we're gonna need your guys' help, you know, to continue growing because this is what Josh and I agree we want to do, man. You know, for the foreseeable future. So if you guys can spare about four nine nine a month, it, it goes a long way. You know, every little bit counts. So. If you click that join button, it would really help. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave it until there. And until next time, see ya.